0: Alright everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings Podcast. Today is Tuesday, March 17th, 2020. Another day without hockey here on Red Wings uh, at the Lockdown Red Wings Podcast. I am your host, Detroit sports writer and longtime Red Wings fan, Ola Bianchi. As always, joined by my co-host, Ethan Smith via Skype, hashtag social distancing. Yeah, baby. All that other good stuff. Uh, we're staying safe. We hope you guys are out. We're there. staying healthy. Staying healthy, staying healthy. Uh I mean I'm not staying that healthy. I, I went to my restaurant job today. I came in contact with hundreds of people uh, uh looking for Rubens. You're you're young, you know, you're a young guy though. True. That's He's true. you' You're gonna but, be okay. No, but it's not you know, it's not about what? that, Ethan. It's about it's about spreading it's about spreading the disease. Yeah, well, Body's I really don't know enough. what to tell you. St- level the curve. Yeah, you gotta make the money though. Mm-hmm. Um so speaking of that, speaking of the coronavirus, uh, two days speaking ago, of speaking of the coronavirus, <laughs> that's one of our topics of conversation today. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> like,
1: can we just do like an entire podcast of like having that radio voice?
0: Having the, I, you know, what's funny is I, uh, there was like a couple, there was an episode probably like two weeks ago where I did the, I did my first like 15 seconds like that. And then I just slowly transitioned out of it and we never addressed it so it was just like i just did it and then i slowly came out of it and it was it was done and nobody said (laughs) anything it was good though uh now you had we we do have a couple things to get to today the red Wings uh rumored to have a third jersey in the works for the upcoming season uh we'll talk about what aesthetics put out a couple days ago talk about that design uh we'll throw that up on the twitter page as well so you can check that out Uh, also there of a design yeah or lack thereof uh, but you wanted to talk about you wanted to talk about the coronavirus now that's oh 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 there's another thing just to just to set the expectations for the episode there's another thing we do want to talk about that's a really exciting uh bracket that we're going to be doing you know for March madness in lieu of games. Uh, I thought it'd be fun to kind of do a, a bracket of the top 64 figures in red wings history so we'll kind of get into what to expect on that as well anyways back to you ethan
1: yes Come on
0: so
1: obviously there's not a lot going on right now and you we're getting these tweets from and i'm sure it's on instagram too i'm not on there too much but it's just like nhl players just chilling having a good time there's like hey well, hey guys how's it going uh I just want to let everybody know to uh, wash their hands, uh, be safe out there, stay away from people. Uh, we miss you guys. I, it's <laughs> and it, I, like every team is doing it now, and it's just like I, we get it, guys. Just enjoy. You know, I don't. I don't know if I'm a, a jerk for thinking like this. I just don't care. Dylan Larkin got a puppy. Did you see that?
0: I did see that. Dylan Larkin did get a puppy, a cute one too. See,
1: the Red Wings are doing the the pod the tweeting the right way hey guys we know we know you guys are really tired about hearing about this virus but uh dylan larkin got a puppy that's pretty cool right
0: i know and it's one of those things where uh it's like everybody (laughs) okay it's one of those things where if you're not washing your hands by now a video message from tyler bertuzzi is not going to change that you know what right. I'm saying? So it's like what, right. what? I mean, just save your, do something else. <laughs> so, I just don't get it.
1: Like it's like, I, hey, I, I guess you don't really see any other sports doing that, but, you know,
0: I've yeah, seen a lot. Li- you know what? You know what I have liked, uh, and I've seen like kind of quite a bit of this recently. Like since uh, since all the leagues went into suspension. By the way, the ECHL canceled their season. Uh, So that's just one thing to watch for. I thought that was interesting. It was a little early uh, or a lot earlier than I I think most people would have expected to make a move like that. But, uh, yeah, the East Coast League for the rest of the year. So that's, you know, something something of note, I guess you could say. did,
1: Did you hear that they're only paying their players until, like, this past Monday and now they're done? Really? Yeah.
0: That's crazy, especially in the minor league. Like, I know in baseball, minor leaguers make, like, 13 grand a year.
1: Yeah, I know that's and I they're mean,
0: like and yeah. they're just not gonna have anything it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. There's so much money in sports and like it, it's I mean, insane. that just doesn't have... get
1: too much funding.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. But one thing I have liked that I, I've seen teams doing like in the absence of games and whatnot is like on the night that they're supposed to have games, they just live tweet the game. Pretty much our idea yeah. of gaslighting their way to wins. Yeah. And uh just like post I saw one minor or I think it was a minor league team, they posted a final score that was like twenty to three. Like, ah, we killed them. Yeah, big. the
1: Charlotte Checkers the AHL. <laughs> it was twenty five to nothing. And then they tweeted. I know they're like, We forgot to turn off our automatic tweets. We're really sorry. Are you doing this? <laughs> I laughed at that one. That was That's a good got old
0: fashioned fun. I know and there's so much like doom and gloom, and rightfully so. Like, you know, if you're out there you, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but hopefully people, you know, are taking this seriously because uh, the NHL doesn't cancel the season. The NCAA doesn't cancel their, their biggest moneymaker of the year uh, over something that's not a threat. But I do think that – I
1: mean, you could also say they're just saving their asses too. Just yeah, so like, true. Because, I mean, I mean, obviously once one player gets sick, they have to shut it down. So it's just like whatever, that one guy – I mean, they're not – they were they are going to start losing a ton of money because nobody would go to the games or they wouldn't be allowed to be in the arena. So it's like yeah, eh, yeah but the off.
0: most of the most of the money is like through the TV contracts. But I think it's interesting that nobody from the NHL has been diagnosed yet today. Uh, four Brooklyn Nets players were announced to uh, have been diagnosed with the with the coronavirus. So, like, yeah. it's, I feel like it's only a matter of time. But until uh, you know, as of the time that we're recording this on Tuesday. Nothing uh, Nothing yet.
1: I mean, it's really – I mean, I don't see anything. I mean, the NHL – do you see the NHL uh, players put in a – basically put in like an off or whatever it is to play hockey and finish it up in August or September too?
0: What would that do for the rest of the year though? Like that's the thing that like
1: – Well, just because they have no clue when this is going to stop
0: or yeah. when they –
1: like they have no clue when this is going to end. So they're putting offers out there saying like, "Hey, like, let's finish the season any way possible." I mean, that it could literally be like one game eliminations.
0: Yeah, there like, was. Uh, I don't know. What to,
1: I I have no clue. Is I'm sure nobody does what to expect or what's gonna happen.
0: There was a thing that went out. Like, I don't. I don't know if it was like a proposed idea or if it was just some random. Wacky person, like one-off idea or whatever. But I saw something that was like, yeah, you should know, they should do a 24-team tournament. Obviously, that leaves the Red Wings on the outside looking in quite unfairly, you know. I might add, but you don't want to tamper with that uh, draft spot in any way. So I'm I'm cool with the Red Wings not getting a shot at the 2014 playoff. Although it would be a little bit fun if they did have a playing game to like get into the the playoff. But I think the way it worked was like uh, the first round is. Like half or like half the league sorry. I'm gonna totally butcher this. I, I probably should have looked it up and I don't have it handy. <laughs> uh but it was like the first round is single elimination, second round is uh best of three, third round best of five. And I don't think like the top teams, I think the division winners don't start playing until round three. So yeah, I don't know. It was interesting, but it was like as you got later on in the tournament, the series like kept having more games. So that's, that's one way to do it, to where you shorten it and you you give the more important series kind of more, more games and stuff like that. I don't know. It's interesting. It, it all just breaks down to me, like, what time they get back and how well they're able to, I guess, do the next season. I've seen mm-hmm. something with uh, – you know, somebody proposed with the NBA to just shorten next season. it at Christmas, play at the end of July, August if you have to. I think that would be kind of interesting, and that works to me. I think – I think shortening next year would be better than not having a champion this season at all.
1: It's going to be wild. Cause my birthday's in like the middle of September too. So it'd be like, Oh, the Stanley cup finals are on right around my birthday. And that's usually when the preseason's kicking off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Weird times, Man. strange times in the, uh, in the NHL, in the sports world, in the uh, regular world, sports. the world world
1: living in a moment history, Nolan,
0: we are indeed. Uh, Another moment of history happened a couple of days ago. You like that segue?
1: Yeah, it was great. Uh,
0: Aesthetics r- released or leaked a uh, rumored rumored jersey that the Red Wings might have upcoming for the twenty twenty one season. Uh, the NHL evidently wants to get all teams in a throwback uniform uh, heading into next year, and so the Red Wings chose their throwback uniforms to be their nineteen thirty uniform their white uniform which is the same as the white uniform they have now except without red sleeves
1: it and like the shoulder patches tours you know it's like anything like that's like there's just it just looks bland it looks like they're trying to throw it back to like the 30s or 40s when there was really i mean obviously those are just mock-ups because i know like some old red wings jerseys had like a diamond where like the mm-hmm. c and the a's are and that would be cool. I mean, it'd be That'll a nice be little touch. But I just don't know, you know, in a world where, you know, Adidas is trying to move into, like, a newer era of jerseys and making them look fresher and newer. I just – I guess you you never really know how that's going to gel. But, like, I love the Colorado Avalanche third jerseys. Those are great jerseys.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: Phoenix Coyotes brought back their old retro one. I, I
0: just, just –
1: I don't know. I guess I was expecting something a little different and maybe something newer. But well, yeah,
0: here's my thought on it. So, when it comes to, I mean, whenever there's like a specialty uniform that's coming out, whether it's for a Winter Classic or a Stadium Series and something like that, there's it, it's always super intriguing to think about where they're going to go with this because they don't have a lot of throwback options to draw from. They've been wearing the same jersey for a century, and they have a strict two color scheme so like creatively there's not a lot to work with you're a lot you're kind of handcuffed a bit but i think they've had they've had four specialty uniforms since 2009 the ones back from 91 92 when they did their 75th anniversary i would love to see those those come back the one with all the stripes like across the middle there's like five red horizontal stripes across the middle
1: yep i like Uh, those too i think they might resemble they might harken back to like the well, I guess still how the uh, Canadians' jerseys are. So I I think they might want to – I think, you know, original six teams, original six teams. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's the reason why you don't really see that too much, especially didn't see it when they're in the Winter Classics and stuff like that. But I always did love those jerseys.
0: I did too. And so, I I mean, like, my thought is, you know, you have those jerseys – And then you have the 2009 and 2014 Winter Classic jerseys, one white, one red. And then you have the two Stadium Series jerseys that were both, I mean, the ones that they wore against Colorado with like the wing D, they took a real chance on those jerseys. And I thought they looked pretty okay, especially with the white gloves. And then the Centennial Classic jerseys, which, you know, the white ones with the uh, two red stripes at the bottom, those were fresh too.
1: Yeah, I like those. I just,
0: it, it, to me, it's like, if you're going to go with a throwback uniform, if like that's the whole idea behind this new series, why not pick one of the ones that they've used for the Winter Classic? Everybody loves the 2009 Winter Classic jersey. I
1: don't know why those – I mean, they never wore any of those again, so it seems like those are just a one-off. But, right, but I completely why? understand that because, I mean, like other teams have brought back their old their jerseys that the fans were like, we, want, we need those back. Like Phoenix, obviously, is those retro jerseys are the coolest things ever. And then you also get a team like Tampa Bay that goes, like, all black. And those look good. Then the Islanders went to Brooklyn. And they created their jerseys that were the exact same as Tampa Bay's. The all black ones to go with the cool Brooklyn look. And all mm-hmm. the fans are like, nope. They, hey, nope. That's not going to happen. And then they got rid of those <laughs> in a year. But it's... it's Cause I love to see some of these like original six teams get their jerseys that haven't really had them like Montreal, Detroit. That'd be cool. I know. I, I mean, Boston's killing it. They kill it all the time. I heard they're, they're bringing one out. That's got like the bear logo. Like
0: yeah. That. that was a sick logo. Oh my
1: God. I'm so ready for those. I don't know. I like what Adidas is doing though. I'm happy they brought them on and kicked Reebok out. I do too. I, I just think that's it. it's a better look for the league. And it's definitely, I don't know. I like the first year, the jerseys were a little weird with like the collar. Mm-hmm. But I mean, people got used to them. And, right. and plus they like refined them and retuned them and stuff like that to make them look less like bulgy and mm-hmm. weird. But I mean, I think they're doing a good job. And I like how they're trying to press forward with, different designs and looks and stuff like that
0: and forcing teams into a third jersey i do too like the nba does it where uh you know they do like the earned it jersey to where like all the teams who made a playoffs get a specialty jersey like that's sick and i get why you don't want like I, i think there's probably a lot more tradition in the NHL than there is in the NBA, especially with like franchises, like original six franchises. Like you're never gonna convince Toronto or Detroit or somebody like that to have like an outlandish jersey that they wear on a regular basis. But at the same time, it's like have a little fun with it. Just don't add any black. Really. That's that's the only that's the only thing. And I think it like so if you go and like I said, we'll tweet it out, but like if you go and you look at it, it just looks boring. It doesn't even look like a 1930s jersey. It's just the inverted red jersey, which don't it almost me wrong.
1: looks It almost looks like a like a beer league jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and like, like a go- boring, you know, or a house league jersey.
0: Right. Yeah. It's very very plain, and I think that my mind probably could be changed on this by the time they hit the ice. Cause I think the white sleeves with the white socks, you know, on a sheet of ice, I think it'll look sharp. Like, but it's just like the different directions they could have gone in. It's kind of disappointing to me.
1: Yeah, know. I mean, whatever, hopefully, I mean, it's just a mock up. You never know. Yeah, true. It could uh, look better in person.
0: Yeah. That's what we're I honestly,
1: I honestly wanted them to have like a red alternate that they could wear at home. I mean, it's not tough for teams to say, hey, we're wearing our alternate whites today.
0: and mm-hmm.
1: Then the other team will just wear their home colors. But
0: I agree. I agree. I like, the, I like the idea of being able to wear something red at home. That's a little bit different. Like, I, like, I... like
1: I was talking about Tampa Bay, like I appreciate how Tampa Bay can wear their alternate black at home. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good look with a fan full of blue and black and a little bit of white like the main color is blue and then they rolled out and all black i don't know i think it just looks good
0: yeah it's fun it's something different and like right now there's not a lot of fun stuff going on so it's i don't know it would be something if they uh if they threw a throwback out there i would like i said i would love to see them rock those uh rock those 1991 jerseys those are those are unreal uh last thing we got to get to today is our March Madness Tournament. So that'll be something that uh, I'm not sure. I haven't done the math on this yet, but my thought is that we'll do every week we'll do two episodes, you know, a two-part episode with Sergio Colchester. Uh, on the 64 greatest Red Wing figures in history. So that'll be coaches, players, GMs, owners, owner, uh, you name it. Uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. I don't know exactly how it's going to break down in terms of, uh, you know, how many matchups we'll do per week. But I think what we'll end up doing is we will do a fan bracket and then a lockdown Red Wings bracket. So since we'll have three people, we'll always kind of be able to vote on who gets through. And uh, and then you guys are listeners as well. will be tweeting them out and putting together a bracket based on, based on the polls that you uh, – you do on Twitter now, Ethan. I sent you the list of names yesterday. Yes. Did you, did you look at it yet? Yes, I have. There was some. There were some really, really good ones. And finding like finding this many names was kind of difficult. But luckily, there was a there was a couple good resources that I drew from. But it's it's a pretty comprehensive list.
1: It's. I mean, we've got seventy six names on here, mm-hmm. and that's. I mean just looking down the list i mean there's some guys that don't belong anywhere <laughs> near this list
0: i know some of them. there's some joke ones in there like i said we got 77 so we got like well i got 77 i added justin Ablocator after i sent you the screenshot of it oh okay yeah yeah hometown boy he's got to got to get some love
1: oh he'll be a top 10 pick for sure i
0: think so i think so uh but yeah, there's some other good joke ones on there. We got Riley Shahan. I would love for Riley Shahan to like make a run. I'm hoping one of these guys makes a run.
1: I I mean, looking at these, like, there's it's gonna be hard to finish this off. Like these last rounds, man. We're gonna have to really bring some stats and really try and throw some
0: maybe throw some analytics into this March Madness pool. I know. And, like, one thing I was thinking of is, like, how do you – like, when it gets to the end, like, the first four names I wrote down – so let's just go by the first three names I wrote down. Steve Eiserman, Nicholas Listrom, Gordy Howe. How do you pick between any of those guys? I know. How does, like – and that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know if this is such, like, the best idea. Because, like, how does Steve Iserman get beat? You know, this is the most predictable – predictable march madness bracket of all time at least in terms of like the final four well, well who knows? that's Maybe- how we
1: can make fun of it that's how we can make the you know we can break down season for season just be like when this team was this bad gordie howe had this many points you know and he was i don't know how far you know it's we can make fun with it oh and i it'll mean be, it's not it's it'll, it'll not like be far outside
0: th- of what they accomplished on the ice too i'm talking like who had the sickest buckets you know, Sergey Fedorov with the white skates—that's going to get him very far in my bracket. Dude, I'll
1: look. I'll even look up what kind of cars these guys drove.
0: <laughs> Dylan Larkin just got that puppy. That was huge right before that's March Madness. A big move. That was a huge. He probably Power knew. Power
1: move. Power he, move.
0: He probably knew he was going to uh, have to have to. You know, I'm struggling to think of the word. Never mind. We're just going to move on. I was gonna say like kiss up to the fans or whatever, but that's not uh, that's not the phrase I was looking for.
1: Hey, it's like he's like he's essentially like adding that last piece to the puzzle that's gonna get you to the Stanley Cup. You know, he was at the it's it, this is like the trade deadline, and he just picked up that top six forward.
0: Now, looking at this list, who's one guy that you think has a chi- like somebody that might get overlooked initially, like? you know, and the the normal person would say they won't make it very far, but you think could make a good run, you know, behind the fan support.
1: Um, I think probably like Vernon or Osgood. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'd even say Konstantinov could be up there. Yeah. I mean, mean, Konstantinov's a huge figure for the Red Wings still. I mean, and then you got Darren Helm on here. Probert's going to be up there. I mean, it's just gonna be fun.
0: Mike I, loved, I know <laughs> Daniel Alfredson, Damian Bruner.
1: <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh,
0: and you know what? The, you know what was like fun about this is, uh, I think, like, I think there are some guys on here who really have a chance. Like, I'm because so like my, I think the f- first person that I thought was. Uh, robert lang i don't know why i just like was like man what if robert lang went on a run but uh oh man another thing that i kind of like had a lot of fun doing was like remembering how important some of these players were and like while they don't deserve that you know they're not they're guys who aren't going to make it to the sweet 16 but they're guys that like when you sit and think about it you could easily say like this is a top 65 most important player in the organization like Mikhail Samuelson how many great he won't he might not make it out of the first round but how many great playoff moments did he have Valtteri Filippi like guys like that who were just huge parts of cup runs maybe get overlooked in the grand scheme of things but yeah. I mean, when we do those Red Wings rewinds we can't stop talking about those guys
1: don't forget about like Martin Point too like yeah. some, there's a lot of Big names in the history of the Red Wings.
0: Yep. Paul Coffey. Uh, yeah, it'll be good. I, I, we'll probably add guys like uh, Ken Daniels to the list. He's a pretty important figure in Red Wings history, I would say. Definitely. Uh, Dave Strader, et cetera, et cetera. But it's going to be hard. It's going to be fun, though. Um, look for that. Probably, I would say Thursday and Friday, we'll run that first. Uh, those first two episodes with Sergio Colchester. Uh, other than that, not much else planned for the rest of the week. We will have another episode coming to you guys tomorrow. I'm not sure what we're going to do about that. Probably a, either a, a Red Wings rewind or some draft talk. So we're we're going to figure that out shortly after uh, wrapping this one up. And, uh, yeah, I guess you'll just have to tune back in and see. Now, Ethan, one last thing. What would you think of the Tom Brady news today? Tom Brady going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Um, I was going to hate it. Well, I don't hate it. Period. I think the dude has been unbelievable his entire career. He can do whatever he wants. I don't. I could care less about that. I'd probably care more if you know he was a line or something. You know, if it was something to do with us, but mm-hmm. I really don't. Right. Um, I was really happy because he's got unbelievable receivers to throw to. Evans and Godwin are both sick. Um, you know, O.J. Howard could actually become a legitimate tight end because of how. Brady loves his tight ends so that's really good but it was gonna suck because I was worried I was gonna have to see Tom Brady in those ugly ass Tampa Bay jerseys but I just found out before we started doing this podcast that they're redoing their jerseys for next year so that's cool
0: the new era, the Brady era.
1: Thank God for awesome. the next three two years.
0: <laughs> well, this has been the Locked On Buccaneers podcast. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just had to get your your thoughts on. It. Ethan is a budding football fan. Ethan was the type of guy who used to come over while we were watching football and just yell football. Ironically, but uh, he's coming around. So I, I want to. Hey, do his how,
1: tell 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 the fans how good I am at fantasy football.
0: He's really good. He takes it really. He took. He, he takes it really seriously. But, uh, but. But he's good. He's good. I've been, he takes it a little played, too seriously.
1: I've played it for three years, and I've been to the finals every single time. And I'm the back-to-back champ right now. So, I mean, yeah. it's, no, it's nothing to shake a stick at. You know, I'm really good with that
0: kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, we'll, talk, uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you so much again for joining us. Be sure to rate, subscribe, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. All that jazz. And we'll see you right back here, same time, same place.
1: See ya.